When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Unsportsmanlike Podcast on ESPN Radio. We are Unsportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance, along with Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. You can watch us on ESPN2, listen to us on all the great ESPN stations across the country, ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Trevor Lawrence hurt last night in the Jaguars' loss to the Cincinnati Bengals in overtime, 34-31, a game you saw on ESPN. Status to be determined. We don't know yet about Lawrence's injury. He went number one in the draft a couple of years ago. Number two in that same 21 draft was Zach Wilson, quarterback, (laughs) New York Jets. Slight difference between the two of them in terms of their uh, current and their future. One is not like the other. Yeah, that is an understatement. (laughs) And The Athletic reported yesterday that there was a conversation in Jets camp about potentially going back to Zach Wilson, but there was apprehension by Wilson to regain or retake the reins as the starting quarterback for the New York Jets out of fear of potential injury, etc. We have never seen, at least to our knowledge, a a player that didn't want to play potentially, and in no way, shape, or form am I even coming close to defending Zach Wilson in any way. I will say, there is a part of me that believes the Jets made this bed, and they have to sleep in it. They're wearing shirts a couple of years ago with Mike White. They've hated on Zach Wilson. He's earned whoa, it. Whoa, whoa, That's not the organization. The players. That's the players in the, the players. locker room. Yeah. Well, it is to me, it's the organization in allowing that. I, I mean, how do you let your players off the bus wearing that shirt? You can't control your locker room. Like uh, As a coaching staff, as an organization, there are a lot of things you can police. You cannot police the locker room. You cannot choose the leaders in the locker room. The locker room chooses the leaders for the football team. Mm-hmm. And the issue with the quarterback position is that is it a leadership position by nature. And so if Zach Wilson shows himself too immature to handle that responsibility – then you can't expect that the locker room is not going to react. What you witnessed last year with those guys wearing the Mike White T-shirts on the road to beat to play Minnesota was that they didn't believe in and they didn't trust Zach Wilson in that role. They didn't, and for good reason. Remember, Zach Wilson was a guy with multiple turnovers against the New York Jets, took no accountability, zero accountability, after having a four-turnover game against the Jets at the post-game press conference. And so the locker room is going to respond to those types of things. Now, the Jets, as an organization, they've done everything to try to position Zach for a comeback. They bought in Aaron Rodgers, but they didn't quit on Zach. They coddled him throughout the entire offseason. They said they affirmed him. They said they believe in his ability. They want him to get some of uh, the, the learning from Aaron Rodgers through osmo- osmosis and seeing how a Hall of Fame quarterback does it. They believe in the physical gifts, and they think that he can still come around. And guess what? After Aaron Rodgers got hurt, they didn't run out in free agency or they didn't go to trade for somebody to bring in the challenge, Zach. They handed him the reins yet again. This is this is not a Jets problem. This is a sports 
character indictment on Zach Wilson. There is no other way to view it. I don't think it was anything that the organization did wrong. I don't think it's anything that the locker room did wrong. The response from Zach Wilson is telling about what kind of person he is as a football player. You can't trust him. Well, it's a Jets problem because they assessed him wrong when they drafted him because that's that, that, yeah, exactly. that should be something that you are pretty sure about is the sports character, the command of the locker room. I mean, I'm sure that the book was out on him in certain degree to suit certain degrees in college. You know, this is I'm I'm assuming not something that just pops up at the NFL level. These are conversations that you should be having if you're an organization that's going to take what should be a franchise altering pick that high in the draft. Your quarterback, the most important commodity in sports, you should be turning over every stone, having conversations with anyone in his orbit to find out what he's made up of, not only with the physical gifts but the mental and. The fact that we're hearing these reports that he might not want to go out there and play, that is a that to me is a big indictment on the New York Jets and their assessment of this person. Yeah, we're starting to see reasons why Zach Wilson going into his last year at BYU wasn't named a captain. And that was some of the pre-draft talk about Zach Wilson as a leader. Can he handle coming to New York City? Well, I guess we got our answer, and it didn't take three full seasons to figure out that he's not that guy and that he's not long for this job. But here's the thing, moving forward – I get that he might not want to go back out there because he doesn't want to risk injury knowing that he's probably going to be cut in the offseason. But if you're another NFL team, why do you want to bring Zach Wilson in as a part of the math with your quarterback room? It's a mess. Wherever you want to point, it's a mess. It's an absolute mess. The fact that they even have to go back to him just from an on-field perspective, that he is clearly their best option, is even messier. If you think about Zach Wilson versus Tim Boyle versus Trevor Simeon, Zach Wilson is probably the best chance of winning with that, which is crazy. Think about what a bummer it is that you just had to connect those bouncing dots together. Like that that those are your three options, options. and Zach Wilson is potentially the But that's the part that's maddening, though, Smalls. The reason why those three are the options is in part because they trusted Zach Wilson. Yep. Think about it. So we trusted you enough where we didn't make a trade at the deadline in week eight. We trusted you enough that you could grow into a player that would give us an opportunity to still compete for the playoffs knowing how good our roster is. And you didn't return that trust in kind by playing well enough. So we were forced to do something different, to make a change for change's sake because you were that bad. Turns out Tim Boyle, Trevor Simeon, worse at football than you are. So we've got to revert back to you and now you don't want to play after the reason why we're in this situation is in part because we trusted you? Who the hell are you? As a matter of fact, if I'm a guy in that locker room, I'm, I'm looking at the front office and saying, Joe Douglas, go out and find IK and them Kapali. Can you find him anywhere? Let's call the damn cold red on him like we did on Geno Smith in 2015. <laughs> Let's do that. There's no way in hell that this guy can be okay not being there for his teammates after they've done nothing but be there for him. As a locker room, they've been there for him. As an organization, they've been there for him. The coaching staff has been there for him. And then he's going to sit there and say, well, yeah, I don't want to go out there and play, even though I might be the best option for you guys to win games. The audacity of Zach Wilson is offensive. 
I thought about that when I first read these reports that he might not want to play or be reluctant to play because of injury. First, I thought, well, everybody's banged up at this time of the year, and you're the quarterback. You should want the ball. You should want to go out there. You should want to help your team in any way that you can. But then I thought, if I was in that locker room and I got word of this or I heard him saying this, why do I want to play alongside this guy? If I'm an offensive lineman, why am I putting myself in front of this guy and wanting to protect him knowing that he doesn't want to go out there because he's only thinking about himself and not the team? It's it's just, I think, a broken situation. I When I was at the Jets game, the Dolphins-Jets game on Black Friday, and they had that Hail Mary before halftime, and the Dolphins intercepted it and ran it back for a touchdown. I expected Jets fans to go nuts. They were just absolutely defeated. And I turned to somebody and they said, we are broken. And I think that that is the team as a whole. It's not just a fan base. It's not just the coaching staff. I don't know what, maybe it's in the DNA of the uniform. Once you put that jersey on, you're just a broken person. And that's what I feel like we're seeing right now from Zach Wilson and from this team. Well, I mean, I guess it goes to show you, unless you have Tom Brady at quarterback, unless you're parachuting him into a situation, you can't microwave a championship. You you can't microwave a championship. It, it just it's not going to happen. Like I know people want to point to Matt Stafford and what happened with the Rams a few years ago, but remember the Rams were in the Super Bowl in 2018 too. Now they just so happened to be on the losing side, but they kept the core players together, and then they added an upgraded quarterback from Jared Goff to Matt Stafford. So it feels like a microwave situation, but it really wasn't. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers is the only example that I can think of modern day where you have a microwave championship where you just dropped in a player, one singular player, in a losing situation, a losing organization, and it turned around like that. Aaron Rodgers is not Tom Brady. He's just not. Now, Aaron Rodgers only played four snaps this year, and it might be deemed a little bit unfair, but everybody talked all all season long about how important it was to have Aaron Rodgers around and how much of a difference he's made in terms of the culture and how much of a difference he's made in Zach Wilson. It's clear and obvious that this is not a different Zach Wilson. They might have put lipstick on a pig for a time, (laughs) but but now the shine is kind of worn off because he's been forced into duty and it hadn't been good. And so looking at it on his face now, I don't know how things get better for the Jets. I'm sitting here joking about it, and I guess I'm laughing to, to keep Jets fans from crying. But they've lost five straight, and I don't know that they're going to be able to pull out of this nosedive. I mean, think about this. If, if this team ends up losing out, how on God's green earth could Woody Johnson justify bringing back the general manager, the head coach, and staying pat at the quarterback situation? You just can't. You, you, you just can't. I mean, and it is on the board that they can lose pretty much every single game from here on out. Their head coach, Robert Sala, reacted to all of these reports yesterday on the Michael K. Show on our sister station, ESPN New York 98.7. Of course, you hear us on 1050 AM in New York and had this to say about all of those reports. Look, I, I don't know what conversations are had. You know, these, these young men have a lot of conversations with one another in the locker room. And if, if somebody expressed that from maybe he, I have no idea if he had a conversation with his family. I have no idea. But I know the kid is competitive as shit. I know that he has a lot of confidence in himself to go out there and play. I know he wants to play. I know he's been very upset that he has been sad. I know he feels like we would have won the game. You know, and that's his mindset. So I only know what I know. And I know that he wants the ball. I know he's competitive as heck. And I know if uh, if he is the guy for, for Sunday, he'll go compete his tail off, just like, just like the other two would. Yeah, I think for all parties involved, just send him home. For Zach Wilson, for the Jets, 
for the players. I agree with what Small said about the organization mischaracterizing and misjudging him. The players obviously don't have the belief in him, and I'm not saying he's done anything to give the players the belief in him. This feels like it needs to end, and the only reason it's continuing is because of Rodgers. And that's truly I, – I, like, The only sorry. reason the Zach Wilson thing is continuing to go on? Yeah. I mean, did you see the video that went viral yesterday from the Fox broadcast over the weekend of a play call was made on second and 16 or something like that, and Rodgers looked at Zach Wilson, and Zach Wilson looked at Rodgers, and they started laughing. They started laughing when they were down. And I'm not saying it was definitely about a play call, but the timing of it. Kimberly A. Martin tweeted it, our teammate yep. here at ESPN, yep. that she tweeted the, the quote tweet of it or whatever it was. And – it just, I'm sorry. We had Leroy Butler on yesterday. Leroy Butler, we asked him about the idea, former Packer, about the idea of what's different this year with Green Bay, and he said it's not a solo act, it's a band. Rodgers operates a solo act. It's his way. Now, his solo act may have people that support him, Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, Nathaniel Hackett, and Zach Wilson is part of, Tim Boyle is part of that. It just, there's so much drama around the Jets, always Bringing Aaron Rodgers in does not decrease the drama. It increases the drama. Bringing Tom Brady in, as you mentioned, decreases the drama. You said very specifically, you said off of a losing team, you can't microwave a Super Bowl. Denver had a winning team. They bring on Peyton Manning, and they have a Super Bowl. But Peyton Manning brings the culture together. It's a team, and any drama would be out the window. And it took them years to do that with Peyton Manning. Right. Years. (laughs) And so the reality is, if you already have a dramatic team, which the Jets have, and you bring in another dramatic person that wants things singularly his way, it's not going to help. The Aaron Rodgers experiment, sad, obviously, sports tragic that that he's hurt, has been an utter nightmare. And I'm sorry, the Zach Wilson evolution here has a little bit of Rodgers tied into it. It just does. It's laughable to call it evolution, right? Well, I'm saying the the de-evolution. What's the better better word? The, the, The Zach Wilson story is now tied to Aaron Rodgers. Just like the Jordan Love story is, to his credit, is tied to Aaron Rodgers. But Rodgers... There are a lot of things, but here's the thing, though, and this is the part that that's scary about the Zach Wilson of it all. There are a lot of things that you can fix or coaches believe they can fix. All of these coaches have egos. There's no coach that thinks they can fix a player when a guy says, nope, I don't want to go out there and play, even though the organization wants him to go out there and play. I think his advisor on this was Vontae Davis, who retired at halftime. Yeah, basically, yeah. Of a game. I mean, listen, Zach Wilson has the worst QBR of any QBR qualified quarterback. Okay, you want to blame it on the Jets situation, the offensive line not having any weapons outside of Zach, uh, Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall. Fine. Okay, cool. But when you go to the coaching staff, or when you go to guys in the locker room, or you go to people in the organization and say. I I am reluctant to go back out there and play when they're asking you to, when they're desperate for competent quarterback play. Uh, I I don't know that the, I don't know you that you get up off the mat from that small. Right, school. it's over. It's over Set, yeah. for all parties involved. He should not go not home. just with this relationship. I'm talking about Zach Wilson in the NFL. Oh yeah. I, I don't know how you get off the mat from that because the Jets ain't the only ones that's talking about. Everybody in the league, guys in locker rooms across the NFL, they're like, man, did you hear about this dude, Zach Wilson, in New York? He don't even want to go out there and play. Why, why the hell, if I'm a general manager, do I want to bring that guy into my locker room? Even if it's a backup role, if I got to rely on him in a pinch and know that there's the potential for this dude to say, no, I don't want to play. If it doesn't go his way, no, I don't want to play. Hell no. One general manager wants him. The general manager's name is Aaron Rodgers. We're on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive 
eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. We are Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, presented by Progressive Insurance. Chef Saturday joins us here in studio dancing. Oh, I like it. (laughs) I like it. You ever have a teammate ask to not play for non-injury reasons? No, no, I, don't, I have no idea if, you know, if anybody has ever asked not to play. I'm sure that wasn't made public, but um, <laughs> if I'm Zach Wilson, I might be feeling the same way. Uh, you know, I, I, y'all putting them on blast for what this dude is doing, but this is, uh, if you're Zach Wilson and you're sitting in this chair and, and they're like, it's all your fault, Zach, everybody in the they tried to bench you, they've tried to cut you, they tried to put bring a Hall of Famer in ahead of you. Now they're going to put Boyles in. I, you know what? Boyles isn't working either. Let's put you back in. You're going to love to go jump right back in there behind that offensive line of what no. they've been doing offensively? Nah. You know, you didn't get to pick the OC. The guy who's the Hall of Fame guy got to pick the OC, right? And so now everybody's asking, oh, no, no, come back and let's bash you some more about how bad you are and how awful you have, what a bust you've been, all these things, and go, hey, hey, good luck, man. Let's go play, man. You, we're all here for you. We're all riding with you. I, I agree. No, they're not. They ain't with you, man. They ain't been with you. It's just, come on, man. It's, but the reason they ain't been with him is because of what happened the first two years since he's been here. That's and fair. there are some things that Zach Wilson has said at the and post-game press conferences that are inexcusable. That's like the, the time they lost yes. to the New England Patriots off a damn punt return, yes. and they asked him, did he feel like he let the team down? The Jets scored three points in that game and didn't get a first down in the second half. Right. I agree. Listen. And, and he didn't say that he felt like he let the team down. Right. There's a reason why that locker room wore Mike White shirts and, on the road to play against the Minnesota agreed, Vikings. Agreed. It's because it was an indictment. But you're just proving the, my point no, 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 more. No. So if that – I get it. I, listen, I'm 100% with you. So the Jets kept him. The Jets kept him this year. All that you're saying, I 100% agree with. So if you're the Jets organization, why do you keep him? And so now you keep him and then put him back on blast and bash him more after your Hall of Famer blows his Achilles in four weeks and and is going to come back or whatever. And then you go back and ask him to do more. And now you're going to cut. You're going to bench him again for Boyles and then put him back in that situation. Like when you when you get into that, I 100% agree with you. All that has happened was it, and a lot of it he brought on himself. No 100% doubt, 100% on no that. No doubt, I am in no disagreement. But if you're Zach Wilson and you're sitting in that chair and this you got benched for boils and you watch that same offense go out and be trash again for another however many weeks, and they're like, "Hey, man." Uh, you want to come on back and uh, try to be try to be the same? We're going to bash you. We're going to blame you. We're going to tell you it's all your fault. You're not good enough again. If you're Zach Wilson, you're like, 
Man, what are you talking about? They should have either moved on and brought in another quarterback because I, I do agree with that part. Like that was the most confusing part to me is they kept him. So that meant they kept him to develop him. Sure, right. But so now and he signed up for that too. A hundred percent. He signed up for that too. A hundred percent. And then they benched him. Yeah. So obviously development's not working, right? Like like okay, I don't I don't gel with Hackett like like Aaron did. I don't gel with whatever. So maybe Boyles does. I'm gonna go get so I'm gonna go get a start somewhere else. I'm gonna go find a coordinator, or find a, a football. Ball team that doesn't have all the issues this one's having, and I'm going to go develop there. I don't think he should be a starter anywhere. I'm not saying any of those things, but dude, to go stand up and go, hey, it's all your fault. If we had every listen, and every conversation started after Aaron got hurt, it was if we had a decent quarterback, the coach gets up there, the players get up there. And you and I both know it, dude. Everybody's yeah, everybody's dancing around the question, but you and I know everybody blames Zach Wilson for them not being able to compete this year. And then they bench him and then want you to come back. So hold on, hold on, hold on. We're sitting here saying, or we're sitting here defending Zach Wilson because we're worried about hurt feelings? No, no. I'm telling uh, you, help, if help you're Zach Wilson, what, why would you? want to get back behind that offensive line and behind this offensive line. All you're doing is digging a bigger hole. You know why you would do it? Because it's your damn job. Last time <laughs> I checked, the checks are still clearing. Yeah. You still getting paid, okay. though. Oh. So fe- feelings feelings aside, because I get the, the scapegoat uh, argument with Zach Wilson and not wanting to be put in that position because it's only going to open itself up to more criticism. How do you think the guys on the defensive side of the ball for the Jets feel? I, listen. How do you think they feel? We worried about do, Zach Wilson's feelings. You think, I'm worried about they feelings. If they look at this dude as the best option at quarterback you know because I'm, they've I'm, seen Tim Boyle, because they've listen, seen Trevor Simeon. Hey, so let hey, me ask you this. You got to get your ass out if, there, Zach. If, if, listen, if you're the Jets defensive players, you think you ain't looking at solid going, hey, why didn't you bring Flacco in? Why you bring Trevor Simeon? Bro? I'm looking at them why saying, you, "Why are you living on this dude Zach Wilson?" Why didn't you trade? By the way, Mike White, we were wearing Mike White shirts. Why didn't you get the message, Salah? Why didn't you get the message, Jets organization? We didn't want our guy. We didn't want this guy. So if you're the Jets defense, you got all the right in the world to be pissed. You no should doubt. have been pissed. They didn't go sign Flacco or somebody who could have competed. No doubt. You're gonna go fall back to Zach Wilson, who couldn't win your game last year, to go win you. If you're that good on defense, you go into that office and go, "Hey, man, this ain't gonna work. This does not work." For us, if you're the Jets' defense, that's where your problem is. Your problem isn't with Zach Wilson, bro. You knew the dude couldn't cut the mustard. He didn't cut it last year, the year before. You didn't expect him to cut it this yeah, year. Yeah, but I expected him to go out there and play if the so organization go, asked him to be out there. Uh, so go out there and do what? Do do what? To, to, be, be, to, be, to be better than Tim Ball and to be better Who than Trevor Simeon. Been. They're the exact same. They're all <laughs> trash, bro. If you're the defense, don't be mad at Zach Wilson because he ain't good enough. Be mad that your team didn't go get a QB, bro. Go get one. Like go but you get, can't get somebody. A, you can't get. They could have got, got Flacco. They could have got Flacco. They could have got Flacco. They now Flacco got a better. Yeah, they bought Flacco in a couple of weeks yeah, ago. To they could. Yeah, they could. Yeah, they could have yeah, gotten. They could have gotten somebody mm-hmm. that was better than Zach Wilson or Tim Boyles. They could have definitely done that. So if you the defense, you better be upset with that organization. Don't be mad at Zach Wilson knowing he's already. I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be mad at both. I'm going to be mad at both. Yeah, yeah. But I'd have been be mad, mad at him both. two years ago when we wore the different shirts and you still didn't get rid of my guy, right? Like you bring in Aaron Rodgers and keep him and expect him to come out and do something. And listen, Zach Wilson didn't play nearly as bad early on in the season as people were saying. No, he, he did. didn't. And no, he, he was didn't. Taking a bu- he was taking a bunch of nonsense then, right? But at the end of the day, bro, if you're the defense and you're upset, you should be upset of who, who's bring- who they're bringing in. That's the facts. Did the Jets misassess the sports character of Zach Wilson, or did this organization break him? 
Oh, uh, both. I mean, I'd say both, right? I think they, I think they missed on you know you go for the second pick in the draft and you went after this guy and then, but they they've contributed to the breaking, right? Like again, if 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 you understand your organization as a whole and you're in that locker room and, and to CC's point, man, like you got dudes wearing another player's shirt. That should tell you everything you need to know that we're not rallying behind this guy. Like, we may rally behind him for a game, but when you saw your Hall of Fame guy go down four plays into the season and then go, this is the guy we're going to go back and ride, they that's on the Jets. You could I don't care what anybody else said that okay well they sh- you know they believed in him okay they they were wearing his shirt four months ago right I mean you know they were wearing Mike four months ago man like it didn't change like he didn't all of a sudden walk in that locker room and be like man I'm riding with you man like I, that is not how it works in the NFL I'm just letting y'all all know that ain't how it freaking works so everybody wasn't like yeah let's go behind Zach like they're like okay we can we can tread water until we figure this out they traded water bro and then they put a whole bunch of freaking weighted vests on them and we're like hey good luck to you I mean that's what they did to him but Jeff, and everybody's mad at Zach Wilson bro come on like I, I'm I'm with you a thousand percent CC and Spalls know this but here's the one thing that did change there's one thing that did change Rogers runs the team now. He wants Zach Wilson. Well, you're going to lose with Zach Wilson. I mean, that's the bottom line. Isn't that what's different? Shouldn't I assume that another quarterback like Flacco or Kirk Cousins early in the season or any of these Josh Dobbs is not there because Rodgers doesn't want them there? Well, I would hope not, dude. I mean, I don't don't know know how much. This is what I would say. He was hurt. And and CeCe and I both, when you're hurt, dude, you're like in a different land. So I, I, it would be hard for me to believe that they're calling him on all of these situations as he's trying to rehab. Like players get super focused; they get they get very introverted when they get injured. Like you're not really part of the team. You get you get rehab at different times, right? Like I know he's going into the building, but for him, for me to believe he's getting called on all of those issues. I would be shocked. Like, like I get the whole conspiracy thought process of he controls the team, and maybe he does to a degree. But at that situation, like the first calls, the first weeks, I would be really surprised if he was like, "Hey, yeah, don't bring that guy in." Like, like you may you may have them internally. Hey, if we bring in Kirk Cousins, is that going to be a problem for Aaron long term for next year? You may have had those kind of con- but Aaron himself having that, I just can't imagine. I can't imagine any player being that. You know having that mentality. You want your – and he believed he was coming back. So you would want to win as many games as you could. So, I, no, I don't, I don't – I wouldn't put this – I put this on the Jets. I mean, like, they've, they've created this drama. Like, they've created – you can think whatever you want. And, look, it doesn't make me happy that players are like, hey, I don't want to go play for this guy. But this ain't the first guy. I'm going to tell you, behind closed doors, who have walked into an organization and been like, hey, bro, I ain't going back. I ain't, ain't going to happen. Like, you, you think whatever you want, right? Like, when you've done whatever you've done, like, there's some things that players are like – Hands off, man. You know what I mean? Like it it's just that that's the way that's the way the business part goes. And I will tell you, if you're Zach Wilson and you you know, this does not affect him. His play on the field has already done whatever it's gonna do to him from getting another job. Like it is what it is. But but for you, you know, whether he goes and plays or doesn't, the Jets shouldn't be in this situation to begin with. Jeff, amazing job. We'll see him on Get Up at 8 a.m. Eastern. Let's on do this. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space 
to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. <laughs> This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. We are Unsportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, RVs, for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you could save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. Hello, Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. College Football Playoff Committee made their announcements over the weekend. And Deion Sanders, of course, head coach Colorado star FSU football player years and years ago and baseball player was on Good Morning America on ABC yesterday and gave his take on the college football playoff committee's decision. Coach Norvell did a great job of handling it and uh, speaking his voice, but you got to understand big market football. I mean, you're not going to have a college football playoff without Nick Saban, the, the, the godfather in uh, the Alabama team. You, It's tough. So he is supporting in a roundabout way, FSU out and Alabama in, which I know we have supported as well, conceptually. But he also had the, you know, big market football mm -hmm. godfather. You can't have it in a playoff without Nick Saban, even though last year we actually had a playoff without Nick Saban, although maybe we shouldn't have. <laughs> I think it is. And that is it's partially playing the results. But the TCU National Championship game was so bad against Georgia that obviously we would rather seen anybody else in there. Yeah. Dion understands who he is. Yeah. He's a walking massive brand and understands that works in this sport. Yeah, that, that's all well and good. Now, here's the thing about the TCU uh, um, Georgia thing. I mean, TCU did beat Michigan in the semifinal in order to get yeah. to the national championship game. So I, I guess it's hard to say they weren't deserving of being in the college football playoff. But as far as the complaints about FSU not being in the playoff, if you disagree with the committee, then you want the BCS system back in place. Because that's, that's ultimately what you're saying. You're saying we don't want context around the resumes of the teams. If a team goes undefeated in a Power 5 conference, they deserve to be in. That, if you're saying that, then forget about having a committee. Just use a computer. And they'll tell you who the best teams are based on record. Just, just go with that format rather than having subjectivity and the human element in the process altogether. But we decided a long time ago we didn't like the BCS. 
We wanted to go with the playoff, and we wanted a committee to decide the best teams on the field. And it's not just going to be about the overall record, but it's going to be about the eye test. And we're going to take in the uh, other factors like injuries to significant key players. And yet, once the committee decided to go down that road, everybody has something to say about them leaving out Florida State. And the part that's absolutely maddening to me, Ev, is that Las Vegas, when asked – what would be the odds, what would be the spread of Florida State versus any of these potential teams that are going to be in the college football playoff, they would be two touchdown dogs against Michigan, against Georgia, against Bama, against any of those other schools. Why do we want to see them in the playoff? I get it. It spreads on anything. We saw Washington beat Oregon as a double-digit dog, but we also saw Washington beat Oregon in the regular season. I guess my whole point is this. It's clear when watching all of these teams that Florida State, without Jordan Travis, is inferior to the other teams, the Final Four in the college football playoff. Sure, but if you're Florida State, you're looking at your circumstances and you're saying, I built a winning team, I won out despite losing our star player, and that's still not enough. And you're looking at the SEC and you're saying, okay, so because the conference as a whole – is more dynamic and better from top to bottom, that somehow negates what I've accomplished? Because that's really what we're saying. They beat LSU. They beat Florida. They beat the SEC opponents that they had on their schedule. They handled their job. But because we're looking at the ACC from top to bottom and saying that's not as tough of a conference as the SEC, so an SEC team should get in over Florida State, they can't control that. They can only control what they do with their program and they're being victimized. They're being punished because – They had an injury that they can't control, and because the other teams in their conference aren't better than the other teams in the SEC. Okay, so but based on that, let's think about this logically, historically. All these college football teams, all these universities agreed to this playoff, right? They had to in majority. No doubt. Right. So we're talking about Power 5 conference, which is literally the number 5, and there's four playoff spots. So if things went perfectly, someone had to be left out, right? If if there was a great team in each of the Power 5 – if they, let's just play out, there's an undefeated team in each of the Power Five conferences. How do you have a four-team playoff? You can't. They agreed to this screw-up system in the first place. Play out the best-case scenario. We have five unbelievably dominant teams. Let's Again, let's project everyone undefeated. FSU's undefeated. Alabama's undefeated. Texas is undefeated. Washington is undefeated. And Michigan is undefeated. We have five undefeated conference champions. Power Five conferences. Based on that logic that everyone wants to use, that, hey, it's an undefeated Power Five conference champion, if everything goes perfectly and that happens, somebody has to be left out. You designed the system for when things go right for someone to be left out. Mm -hmm. So, of course, we're going to have it. This year is actually the example of things going right. We have an awesome SEC title team in Alabama. Mm -hmm. We have an awesome... ACC title team in FSU as we previously knew them, right? We have an awesome, maybe, Big 12 title team in Texas. We have an awesome Washington team that won the Pac-12. We have an awesome Michigan team that won the Big 10. Everything went right. Someone has to be left out. They designed the system for this to happen. So why are we surprised and outraged that this exact thing happened? But if that scenario played out, you could go to strength of schedule. There could be one determining factor that you could point to. They're looking at the circumstances that are before them, and Alabama has one loss, and they do not. 
So they're saying we handled our business more than they did, but you're saying that their win over Georgia supersedes their loss to Texas, even though we have done everything within our control. And their strength of schedule was significantly greater than Florida State's, too. So that there's that with Alabama as well. And they have the single best win of anybody in college football all season because they beat a team up until Saturday that won 29 in a row. And I will continue to go back to one thing. The ACC did not evolve the way the ACC thought they were going to evolve. The SEC did. The ACC years ago thought, hey, we got Miami and Florida State. We're going to dominate college football forever. We're going to have the best two teams. And that never has happened. I don't believe we have ever seen Miami and Florida State one and two in the ACC at any point over the last 20 years. They thought they were going to be the SEC. But the SEC became the SEC, and it's Alabama, and it's Georgia. The SEC has always been the SEC. Right, but they, okay, let me rephrase. They thought <laughs> They've they were, always they, been the SEC. They They've thought, only gotten stronger. They <laughs> thought they could match the SEC. In many ways, they thought they could match the SEC, and they did not. Coming up, I'm over it on ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. I'm over it with Pat, the producer. This World Series neutral site, when people clap when the plane lands, I think it's ridiculous what's happening with names right The now. analytics crowd. I'm the Buffalo Bills. Hunt. Winter is so much better than summer. People who are bad gift givers. I'm over it. I'm sick and tired and over it. We are on Sportsman Life on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Hello, Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. Pat Costello, our producer, is producing TV today. So Nuno has present, uh, prevented a microphone to go into our TV studio, so he is not doing I'm over it, so I got it today. Here we go. Okay. You ready? Things that I'm over. I think hopefully I have some good ones. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> ready. My family and I are going to a, a, a location coming up soon where we don't normally go. My wife reaches out to a friend, asks for restaurant recommendations in that location. Mm-hmm. Go out to dinner with the kids. Okay. I'm over people giving restaurant recommendations for chain restaurants. Mm-mm. You can't go to a place and be like, and I don't want to name names, but go to blank that everyone, well, of course I know that I can go there. We have those here. When giving restaurant recommendations, you ha- like you spend time in South Carolina. You spend time in St. Louis. If I ask you for a rec- restaurant recommendation, you can't tell me McDonald's. I know McDonald's. McDonald's is great. I just named names, I guess, but I do love McDonald's. You've got to give me the local spot, No. Absolutely. You're not wrong about this. You're not wrong about this. As much as I might want to disagree with you, people do do that, and I don't understand why. Like, it's 
we say what's understood ain't got to be said. I know that Del Frisco's and Capitol Grill is good. <laughs> yeah, I don't we have need them you, here. I don't need you to give me that recommendation. I know I can get a great steak at Morton's. I know Ocean Prime. I don't need those recommendations. <laughs> give me the spots that I can't find when I do a Google search. Give me those types of places. That's what I'm looking for. Sometimes it happens to be the hole in the wall that might not even have a website. Website. They might not yes. even have a. They might not even have a working phone. But you know when to show up, and you know the food is going to be damn good at all times. Those are the places I'm looking for, Smalls. This one's on you guys, though, because we what? all. What? How did this get turned on us? Because we all know some of our friends have the same type of restaurants that we like and the same vibe when they go out to eat, and others do not. I'm not going to ask for restaurant recommendations for my friend who I know is going to suggest a chain restaurant. This person stunned me that they suggested. Okay, it. okay. Well, I don't understand different. how that could be flipped on me. What was the name? What was the restaurant? <laughs> I swear, I swear. I think she said Chick Fil A. It's like we know that Chick Fil A is ever, like what? Chick Fil A. I'm out on Chick Fil A. By the way, excuse me. I'm out. What? I'm out. You're over Chick Fil A. I'm over. I'm out. Why? I, I, I just it's something. It's something about it doesn't agree with me anymore. I mean, I love the waffle fries and the lemonade. Don't get me wrong. The Polynesian sauce. Wow. I mean, yeah, and, I, and that's what I'm going there for. Nice but like, the, I used to, I used to love the sandwich. I used to love the nuggets. But I just, I don't. I'm out on Chick Fil A. Can now. you imagine though? I'm out on it. Let's let's sad. just say for argument's I know, sake. I can't believe I got to this place. Teas and peas to you because every day but Sunday, I'm I would love a Chick Fil A. I, I can't believe I got to this place, Smalls. I'm out. Can you can you think about this though for a second? You've called football games in your life, right? Yes, yes. Let's say, for argument's sake, you got assigned and you got a, uh, an opportunity to call a Wisconsin football game. And you said to me, hey, I'm going to Madison where I went to school. Give me some restaurant recommendations. Yes. And I said, there's a great Chick-fil-A on State Street. You'd want, me, you'd want to throw me out the window. Uh, you know what? I would assume in that moment that you don't like me. I would I assume do like in that you. moment as that you don't like me. As much as you don't think I, I do, would assume I do. in that moment that you felt like I was the Zach Wilson of unsportsmanlike. <laughs> I would, I would assume that you don't like me. No, it's, you're the, it's you're ridiculous. You're coming to work the next day wearing a Harry Douglas T-shirt. <laughs> That's what I would assume. Uh, you guys, Pat, the producer, is checking in via text mm. from the control room since he does not have a microphone. He texts into the show. I'm personally insulted by Canty not liking Chick Fil A. Ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, that's why Nuno doesn't have a microphone I'm just, for I'm just saying, I, I can no longer eat Chick Fil A. It's like I, it's not even an option for me anymore. By the way, I got like my, it's 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 repulsive now. I have more oh, information. Repulsive. I'm serious. Who are you? I, I don't understand why. What is happening? It, it happened overnight. It was like I went to Chick Fil A. Was it one bad time? Uh, it was one bad time. You know I went to Chick Fil A. I got a chicken sandwich. Did you get food poisoning it, or it something? Did, it didn't yeah. work out for me. Javante, we don't have home. to get into too many details, Javante. <laughs> I would just say this: it was an experience that I never want to relive again. Which is why I'm staying away from Chick Fil A altogether, except. If somebody got some lemonade or waffle fries from Chick-fil-A, I still rock with that. Okay. Still rock with that. By the way, like my I... wife just texted me. The other recommendation was Chick-fil-A and Chipotle. No. <laughs> I mean, come on. They don't I... like you. That person doesn't like yeah. you. Yeah. Are they That person doesn't you? like you. Are they punking They don't you like you. I thought for the last 20 years this was one of my closest friends. No, they, you know, they did a great job of hiding it. They did a great well, job I'm, of hiding it. I'm glad it. I know this yeah. now. Okay. Next one, I'm over. Speeding. But when I say this... It's basically how come I've gotten a ticket for go, for going like 40 and a 30 and you drive in in the mornings and I'm sure this has happened to you guys at different points. There's nobody on the road. There's nobody on the road and you have drag racing and they don't get pulled over. There was somebody this morning that drove at least 100 miles per hour next to me 
And I'm like, I don't understand. I got, outside of this studio, I got a 40 and a 30. I got a ticket. You got a camera ticket, though, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. But why don't cops pull over people that are going 100 miles per hour? I'm sorry. I don't understand that. Well, I mean, I'm sure the person going 100 miles an hour is going to get a ticket from the New York City um, I DOT. Hope so. Yeah, in the mail from the camera. They're going to get a ticket. It's just but it's you don't know that. it's dangerous Evan, on the road, Why though. are you snitching? I don't know who the person was. Yeah, he like. That's all I'm saying. Exactly. He's like. All right, my last. Don't worry about what I'm doing. What, what about what they're doing? Yeah, 100%. That is a big case of what aboutism. Come on. Why are we what aboutism? Listen, I'm not. I'm not supporting speeding, but I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah. You worry about you. You don't point fingers exactly. at others. But you're pointing at me. I am pointing at you. Well, I'm going to point right back <laughs> at you with a pen in my hand. My last one for I'm over. When people say no pun intended, isn't there always a pun intended when you're saying no pun intended because you're acknowledging the pun? Yeah, of course. That's the whole point of it. Uh, not all the time. Not all the time. And I feel like I'm being attacked right now because it's one of my favorite phrases. No pun intended. <laughs> oh, I didn't even. I swear to God, yeah. I never thought of you no, once when no, I. No, no, I, but I, I think I think there are some times where it might come off as a pun, but there would be a lack of a better term. So you have to say it the way you say it, and it feels like a pun. But the person's saying that it's not intended. Okay. All right. I'm just saying I don't think there's a such thing. Acknowledging the pun doesn't mean that it was always intended. Hmm. Means that there's always a pun. I want to go back to one thing you said about the restaurant. The hole in the wall, not even hole in the wall. The restaurant you can't find online. Yes, is such an interesting concept. Yeah, where you can't find the menu online. Yes, or that, there's a secret menu. Yeah, love tell, those places. Okay, tell me about this because I haven't had not, a secret. Not twice you can go because there's a restaurant yeah. in New York City. I've gone to the website a bunch. I'm like, oh, I'd love to go there, and they don't have the menu online. Um, and I'm that like, means they turn it over a lot. Yeah. But that's but there's, a, there's a place in South Carolina. It's called the Sea Shack. It's on Hilton Head Island. Okay. Amazing food. You go online, there's a menu, but their menu is nothing like what's online. It actually is better because they do things seasonally down there. It's unbelievable food. It might cost you $20 to get a plate. It's phenomenal. It's 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 better than any five star restaurant that you would have in the low country. It's that damn good. Ooh, I want to go. The Sea Shack. See, Canty. Gives a recommendation. I know I can trust him and yeah. his food takes. You were going to Chicago. I said, I've got a spot for you. You did. You know, and now you know you can trust was my, my food recommendation. No, she, she had a spot for me, and the Rosemary. restaurant was run by a chef that won Top Chef. My friend Joe and he gave me And he gave me a table by the kitchen. Hello. Oh, hello. Phenomenal. I didn't, I didn't even get that. Phenomenal. The he table by the kitchen. But, unbelievable. But now you know you can't go to this friend for recommendations. Nah, they did not pass friend. the vibe check. Nah. Very disappointed yeah. about all of this. Get his friend a side eye, man. You can't trust this. Matter of fact, let's just stop using the, the label friend because this person <laughs> is not your friend. This is not your friend. It's going to change my life, though, if they're actually not my friend. That's, that's, friend. That, that's the problem. They're not your friend. Mm. I can't believe Joe gave you the table by the, the kitchen. The kitchen. It's, it's great food. It's great food. All the recommendations you gave me were great, by the way. Nice, nice. Phenomenal. We are on Sportsman like on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. I'm miserable because I just I lost friends during. The, how, how did this happen? Where I lost friends? I don't understand it. Well, I can, feel like Zach Wilson. Can't he lost Chick Fil A? So that might be worse. Zach Wilson never had any Aaron friends Rogers. in the locker room. Aaron Rodgers. We're still buddies on the sidelines. You At know, some point, like Aaron Rodgers has to disassociate himself from Zach Wilson, right? Or maybe Zach Wilson has to disassociate himself from Aaron Rodgers. Why would Aaron Rodgers do that? Because Zach Wilson's failure only makes him look better. Does it? Well, I think so, because then he's setting up the scene up for him to come back and be the hero yet again. I feel like the Jets are going to be disassociate themselves with both of those quarterbacks sooner rather than later. Ooh, interesting.
You yeah. remember before the 2021 NFL draft, there was a debate as to who should go number one, that Trevor Lawrence had all these great years at Clemson, <laughs> and there were actually people oh, that thought Zach Wilson should go number one. Yeah. I think right now you'd rather have uh, Trevor Lawrence. Right this second. We'll explain why that's interesting. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.